Good day. Welcome. You are listening to Conversations from the Porch with your host, author, researcher, and intrepid truth-teller, Jack Hart. Jack is looking at the forest through the trees somewhere on the Cumberland Plateau. Now, from the porch, here's Jack Hart. Okay, I'm outside of Crossville. Uh, it's chilly, It's uh, but tomorrow the temperatures are going up. I'm looking so forward to this. Into the 60s and the sun's going to be out. I haven't seen the sun in so long. It rained in New York City. It rains in Crossville when I'm here. It's just like, I feel like I'm on the set of The Crow. Uh, You're under a black cloud. Yeah, yeah, well, that's the price you got to pay, I guess. Uh, what we're going to talk about, first of all, we're going to talk about Texas and the Civil War. <laughs> well, first of all, that barbed wire is only about a mile long. A half-mile drive down from the barbed wire, there's an open gate. And all along the gate and that wall that was built by Trump, uh, there's open gates. This guy, Abbott, this disgusting half-man, this cripple who was struck down by God in, uh, in his 20s because God knew what he was then and raised back up by the devil to be the governor of Texas. He's nobody's friend. He's a globalist pig. He's been shipping illegal immigrants all over the country, bussing them, bussing them there. He could have rolled the National Guard up to that border three years ago, three years ago. So I, 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 what Stu Peters is saying, stupider, uh, is that this is a show and they're going to try to push Abbott on Trump now. Uh, <laughs> Like, I got no use for Trump, and with Abbott as his running mate, I have even less of a use. Uh, I, I think I'll vote, for, I'll vote for Chairman Z or, or Vladimir Putin as a write-in. Uh, but uh, this, this is a, manuf it's a manufactured uh, uh, crisis. But, okay, that's on one hand. Now, I see, by the way, I see the Patreon crowd and the YouTube crowd. Ooh, ooh, they're going to declare martial law. They're luring you into a trap. It's January 6th. No, Civil War's not January 6th. There's actual shooting going on. And then it will be decided on the battlefield, which is the only place, the only place this is ever, ever going to be, be halted. Uh, let me tell you something. Why I'm at it, talking about Patreon and, and YouTube. These people, all they care about is their channels, all right? If you are listening to them, just turn us off, all right? We went and got a freaking Icelandic server, and we still ain't even got any more subscribers than, than, than we had in the first place. You want to send money to somebody, send it to us, because I ain't afraid to tell you, and neither is Phil, what, what the truth is. And we ain't worried about you losing our YouTube channel or, or our Patreon channel. God damn it, how dumb are you to listen to guys like that? How, how dumb are you? How dumb are you? They just threw Ritter and Colonel McGregor off, off of YouTube. Off of YouTube. You're not going to get any truth out of those. All they're doing is padding it. So what I'm saying here is the big thing, on the plus side, the bright side, the optimistic side, is that Russia's uh, representative to the UN, 
uh, just made the statement that Russia will supply arms to Texas, just like America supplied arms to the Ukraine. Now, what the Russians are saying is they'll back a civil war. Now, the red states need to fight a civil war. You cannot let, and by the way, I, I, I see the talking asparagus, the White House spokesman, the talk, whatever that thing is, that black thing with that asparagus hairdo, the stupidest woman in the world. She says Joe Biden has a 187 IQ. Do you not get it? 187 is the code, police code for homicide. Joe Biden was murdered quite a while ago, long before he ran, and that's their way of telling you. What you're looking at is a CGI Joe, a guy in a mask, uh, uh, different imposters. Like, my cousin ran a couple of things about this, uh, the Sage Quay, about how they have body doubles for all these people. And I, I'm firmly convinced that that's what you're seeing when you look at RFK. The RFK Jr. bit the dust uh, after he brought up the, uh, the study that we brought up, along with Dr. Lee Merritt, about uh, Ashkenazi Jews being immune immune to this, this spike protein, which now I find out is actually, uh, looks like his boom slang venom, modified boom slang venom. But that, we put that up before, and this will be up after that. Now, I, I don't want to stray too far off the topic. What we need is a civil war. We, we, we won't survive unless we have a civil war. If we let them go on the way they're going, they're going to embroil us in a war in the Middle East that will turn into World War III, for a, a country, a demonic country, you hear what Norman Finkelstein just said about them. Uh, he calls them a satanic republic, and he's a Jew. 60% uh, of them don't think there's enough violence going on. With 8,000 children killed in a month, it surpasses even what was done in Dresden. Uh, and 60% and of Israelis don't think they've been hard enough on the Palestinians, on Hamas, on, on women and children. These people are demons. We're going to get involved in a war for them? Well, I guess we are, because they're not telling you. Three American soldiers were killed over the weekend. They were killed. They're saying they were killed in Jordan, but I'm willing to bet they were over the Jordan border into Syria. We are provoking Iran left and right, which means we are provoking Russia and China left and right. And once the war breaks out with them, we're not going to have any options for a civil war. We'll be looking overhead and being strafed by, by, by foreign, foreign air forces. The, uh, foreign rockets will be flying into the, our cities. Uh, God help us. God help us. Uh, what you need to do, and I keep telling you, is rally around your sheriffs and form posses, okay? Form militias. And then you remove a globalist pig like Abbott from the governorship, and you do roll the National Guard up to the border. Uh, these insurgents, what they are doing with these insurgents, and they are insurgents, they're vetting them. These are all military age men, and what they're going to do is they're going to stock the United States military with them. That's, that, that's the end game here. Not to mention they're bringing fentanyl over in mass. They're bringing, uh, child trafficking is going on there, and Abbott, Abbott's, uh, Abbott's probably running the, the, the mafia that's in charge of all this. And uh, they're going to try to place him in the White House, I think, as Trump's vice president. I mean, Trump, he's a dumb, he's a fat dummy, 
Last time he had Pence stuck him in the back, and then uh, Pat, uh, Abbott. Ab Abbott reminds me of one of those little ventriloquist dummies with the legs sticking out of the wheelchair there. Oh, my God. What is wrong? What a Texas, how you have fallen. The people who once drove the Com Comanches from their empire. The people who gave us the Texas Rangers. You, you, you elect something like th that. That man is not even, he's not a man. He's a half a man. Your governor's a half a man. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. You people all lost your farm within 60 miles of that border. They're generational farms. You lost them all. When will you learn? When will you learn? He's at the freaking wailing wall in his yarmulke with his little feet sticking out of his wheelchair, kissing up the shlomo, the demon, the demon, the living devil. Now, I'm going to turn, turn this over to Phil. Uh, I, this is not all bad. This is not all bad. Russia has... Already, she's, she's thrown down the gauntlet. Uh, if we do revolt again, uh, we need to do this. We will have. There will have to be a shooting war. There's no other way. There's no other way. You ain't gonna vote your way out of it. What are you gonna vote for Trump? Operation Warp Speed with his new vice president, the 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 thing in the wheelchair, the mannequin, the ventriloquist dummy. No. Oh, you gonna vote for RFK? I, th I think you got to wipe Shlomo semen off his face before you vote for him. He's disgusting. He's disgusting. You know, 2024 is going to bring nothing but heartache. And this war is escalating. I don't even think you're going to see an election. I don't see. The Red Sea, the American Navy is proven unable, unable to protect uh, the shipping in the Red Sea. Uh, they are provocation after provocation with Iran. It won't be long till Iran unleashes uh, those missiles. She has a, a stockpile of missiles bigger than we have here. We're out of shells too, by the way. Uh, 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 the Ukraine wants the Ukraine wants more shells. Where are we going to get them? We're out of them. We're out of them. Uh, we we are as a country, we are backed right into a corner. These bastards are coming for the farmland, man. Why, why aren't you people like the, the French don't even have guns. All they got is tractors. And they've laid siege to Paris. They're not even telling you that. They're plowing up the roads and making them into farmland. Say, take that, World Economic Forum. Viva la France. Germany, same thing. Same thing. The right-wing party is, is, is destroying all the other parties. What we, we, with our guns, with our Second Amendment, are sitting here paralyzed, paralyzed. Maybe you all just had too much of Chinese fentanyl. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, let me turn it over to Phil. I, I don't understand why we are not acting. And now we got the go-ahead. We will not be cut off from an arms supply. You know what we'll lose? We'll lose our goddamn Social Security checks. I know that. I know that. They're holding our Social Security checks hostage in D.C. So D.C. will have to be taken right away. Right away. Because people are reliant on those checks. Right now, they're giving them to, they're giving them to the foreign insurgents, aren't they? They're giving them to the foreign insurgents. How long do you think that's going to last? I know, I know. They press a button. They print money out of thin air. Yeah, right. But they don't print food out of thin air or housing or medical care, which is what they're also getting. Okay? That's yours. That's yours. It's not some soldier from Venezuela that never had a fist fight in a schoolyard in his life. That Venezuelan soldiers. Oh, oh boy. That's going to be a fun war if we do have a civil war.
They won't know which end of the gun to shoot. They'll be shooting themselves in the eye. Go ahead, Phil. Well, welcome. Um, all of these things about Texas. Somebody wishes to use that as a, a tool to rebuild trust in institutions. Um, and, and they've got Biden as the fall guy. That, that's my ultimate 60,000-foot uh, view of this. Uh, Biden's going to be the fall guy. Uh, and there's been a lot of uh, articles of impeachment already put forward in Congress regarding Biden and, and his action or inactions around the globe. Uh, this one might stick. Uh, it is all about show because the um, border has not been even touched other than dismantled. Uh, the border wall uh, since Biden took office. And when he took office, of course, he went through and said executive order, whatever the number was, uh, for the Remain in Mexico program was over. That was the start of this flood. Now, who told him to do that? I don't know. But I do know that this is an election year. And what happens in an election year? They start asking people, what are your key issues? And they will, the people will, based upon what they're being fed from the media, the people will name their priorities. Well, this election year, the priority to over 60% of the American people that have been polled on this is immigration. I remember when there were election year fights and off-year fights when it was time for congressional elections that the big thing was, we've got a bunch of illegal aliens in the country, let's vote them am amnesty. Let's put a bill forward to make amnesty. Well, they've been talking about that now for the last three years uh, on both sides of, quote, the aisle. Um, but it, we know for a fact, and, and the big question at the end of this is, uh, we know for a fact that Biden can stop all the immigration with the stroke of a pen. It's that simple. He can put back in place <coughs> rescind his order from January 6, 2020, he can rescind his, or 2021, rescind his order to rescind the Remain in Mexico program. And then, of course, all he has to do is say, okay, California, Oklahoma, New Mexico, Texas, and all of you northern border states, tighten that border up. We want your state help with the Border Patrol. Simple. And then, of course, the money that was allocated, which has been stopped out of Congress, um, for 
building that border wall, building a secure border for our sovereign nation would start flowing again to finish building that wall with sensors and razor wire and physical barriers and gates. Um, now there's, there's a lot of different conjecture as to why the last three years of uh, millions of people coming across our border illegally has been allowed to happen. Uh, I think the, the powers that be um, see that as a means by which to take over the country. An army. Right, an army of, of, of an, an army foreigners. Of an army of immigrants, all of whom have never had the freedoms that an American society affords them. So they're more likely to look at soldiers and their government as their uh, overlords, their socialist overlords, as opposed to elected officials that are supposed to represent them. Well, who's feeding them? them? Who's buying them iPhones? Who's housing them, you know? All along the way. All well, along the right, way. I know, I know. <laughs> they're building up loyalty with these mutts. That's exactly. what they're doing. And, you know, they, there's a term out there called, um, what is it, uh, replacement theory. Uh, that really comes into play here. And, and Jack and I have talked about this at great length. The desire of the globalists to remake America into their socialist ideal. And the, the only way they're going to do that is to get rid of everybody that believes in the Constitution and, and replace them with, quote, voters who will vote for the latest and greatest social programs for themselves, and they'll take any job that they are instructed to take. Pretty simple. Replace all of the, the people who believe in the Constitution with those who don't, and if those who believe in the Constitution wish to rise up, well, they'll be subject to a police and military force that is made up of those who are beholden to those in power, not sworn to defend the Constitution. Um, you know, we think about, I think about California and what California has done, quote, for immigrants. Free housing, uh, free health care, go ahead and go to our schools, get our driver's licenses, whatever it happens to be. And we'll, we'll, by the way, we'll put you on the welfare too. And now we got $94 billion deficit in the state of California. Well, that shows where that works. Now, as far as the busing program, the, that I think is again, and I thought it at the time, when, when Abbott started sending people via buses to all these different states and cities, New York City, L.A., Denver, Chicago, Philadelphia, Atlanta. When those buses started rolling, I said to myself, this is so that they can get attention. Attention on this. Why? Because it, 
is a problem and the people of Texas see it as a problem. But the globalists see that as a way to increase the crisis level. And, you know, but we can't let a good crisis go to waste. So they bring the attention to that. Uh, still comes down to the fact that Biden could stop all of this with a stroke of a pen. Back to uh, what is happening. In retaliation for Texas saying, we want our border closed. Bet you don't know this, folks. I didn't. <laughs> NBC News reported that the Biden administration stopped approval of liquid natural gas exports from the state of Texas. May I add that since he did, gas prices have now risen 50 cents a gallon too, uh, in the last week. Okay, that's the first thing. The second thing I saw that ties very closely into this, because without a militia, without calling up volunteers from the state of Tennessee, the volunteer state, or any other state by Governor Abbott, his lieutenant governor, and the AG of Texas, without calling up militias, there won't really be a civil war. Um, there will be fights in, in the Supreme Court. There will be fights within the legislature of the state of Texas to uh, uh, nullify any orders from the White House or Congress uh, as unconstitutional. Um, so Texas won't have to listen to them. Uh, those things are available. But what's happened is in the last two weeks, I don't remember the exact date, there was a bill in, introduced into the National Congress to outlaw militias. Now, I found this, found this out through um, sites that watch gun control measures that are going on in Congress. Because you know Biden and their ilk and the handlers do not want the American people to have guns. They keep introducing more and more and more radical, crazy shit. Because that's your only way out of it. That ought to tell you right there. Exactly. They know that because the people have guns, they can't, in the eyes of the people or the world, go about their plan because you push people into a corner, as we're seeing, they're ready to take up arms. But this bill is specifically geared toward people who uh, go to gun ranges, that uh, the owner of the gun range may have a federal firearms license. Well, if that gun range owner has a federal firearms license, the, the bill basically says you have to keep track of everybody that walks in your door to use your range, whether they use your guns, buy a gun from you or anything else, if you have a range that is approved by a state, you have to keep track of everybody coming in, and then the federal government, the ATF, can come in and look at your records or request your records at any time. 
Otherwise, you lose your FFL. And so now they have a means by which they can go through and say, oh, look at that, Joe Snuffy. Joe Snuffy comes in every week and he's here for freaking two hours. What can he be doing for two hours? And oh, look at this. You've got Steve over here and Charlotte over here that every other week come in and are there at the same time as Joe Snuffy. They must be militia members. Let's start looking. And you know as well as I do, once they know a name, they will make something up to take you down. It's that simple. They'll just make something up to take you down. Look Standard what, operating procedure for federal law enforcement. So these are all factors behind the scenes what's going on. We have the Congress trying to ban people going to a gun range. Congress uh, and the administration shutting off natural gas exports from the state of Texas. In an election year when their candidate, Biden, is doing very poorly. Uh, why is all of this occurring? They want to impose controls. And we know those controls are right there in the wings. They're, they're right out there, ready to get going. All they have to do is have the American people stand up and say to Congress, you need to do something. That's the whole plan. When the people say, Congress, you need to do something, what do we get? We get the Patriot Act. Right. We get a greater loss of our freedoms. And I believe in state sovereignty. I believe in the Constitution. And I've read the Constitution. And I've read a whole bunch of analysis of what's going on in Texas. Regardless of whether or not the border is being secured, this catalyst is, is kind of like the, the, the shooting of Archduke Ferdinand. It is a catalyst. It's bringing attention. And Texas and the Texas legislature, which meets only two, two weeks out of a year, by the way, so they're going to have to be called a special session. But the, the Texas legislature is going to have to look at not only what's coming out of Washington as to the constitutionality, the overstepping of bounds into states' rights issues, they're going to have to look at decisions by the Supreme Court. Because the Supreme Court said, yes, federal government, the border is your purview, you go cut that razor wire. And of course, the federal government says, well, we can't cut that razor wire because it'll start a civil war. The guys on the ground that work for the Border Patrol, I can guarantee, are not on board with what's happening in Washington. They are on board with getting their paycheck and trying to do the best they can for the American people. I have friends that are Border Patrol agents people I served in Iraq with and other places around the world. Uh, they don't post on, on Facebook or any other sites anymore because they're ashamed. They're still getting a paycheck. They're still feeding their families. 
but they're ashamed of their government and they're ashamed of their leadership which of course is is bipartisan leadership the the leadership is beholding to the globalist pretty simple how that all works oh and and, and by the way McGregor and Ritter mm-hmm. they're available on Rumble and other sites I as know well. I know I'm just I, this is as much for the readers right. and listeners as as it is for us. Oh, uh, Ritter went off on a tangent about YouTube, which was good. Well, you know, I'm not the only one saying this. Please, we've seen it. people, if you're giving money to Patreon or YouTube, please uh, please send it to us. I mean, we're really trying. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> come on. Go ahead, Phil. Um, the next thing I want to address that you brought up. Um, which I think is is quite interesting. Uh, historically, uh, here's a historical story. Uh, I was uh, on a train from Rosenheim to Munich in Germany. Uh, 19, oh no, 2002 maybe, 2003. And the train stopped. <laughs> You know, we're in the middle of nowhere, not really, because there's always villages in Germany. It's very populated. But you couldn't see a village from where I sat on the train. Um, We were in between towns, and the train stopped. And I'm looking at my watch saying, okay, I'm glad we don't have to be anywhere. You know, we're 20 minutes from our stop. And we sat there, and we sat there for two hours. At least it seemed like two hours, probably an hour. Um... And then when we got home that evening, my German neighbor was home, so I went and knocked on his door, and we sat out on the back patio and had a beer and talked as best we could. And I asked him about it. He said it was a train strike. The the people who run the trains were striking to... Uh, show their displeasure with something the government was doing. I don't know what it was. Well, like they tried to do here when Biden first came into office and, and was crushed and was crushed. And now we have all these plane train wrecks because they're coupling 100 trains together. Uh, go ahead, Phil. So I, I got to thinking about it. And every time I've been in Germany, um, at some point during my time there, I remember strikes whether it be trucker strikes or uh, the train conductor strikes, factory strikes, whatever it happened to be. And of course, all the students from all the universities got involved and there were big marches and so on. But what that did was it showed that government, whoever happened to be in power, that it was unacceptable to the people. And a strike costs the government money as well as the company owners and, and all of the, the ancillary second and third and fourth order effects of it. But mostly it costs the government tax dollars when there's a strike because you're not getting that two, three, six hours worth of taxes off of those tickets. Now we're seeing the same thing, but it's from farmers. Why are the farmers striking? Because they're no longer going to get the equivalent of a Social Security check. The government is not taxing farm products. 
they're not taxing farmers on fuel, they're not taxing farmers on uh, fertilizer, and so the governments have said, well, the EU says we need to tax all of this stuff because we have to get closer to net zero on our global warming, or global, oh, sorry, global cool, no, sorry again, climate change. We have to... No, I think we're going back to global warming. It's going to get warmer tomorrow. No, so. I think it's ecocide now. Is it ecocide? It's uh -huh. ecocide. Oh, by the way, remember the fires that got set in Canada? Mm -hmm. That was one of the fanatical environmentalists that, 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 that they convicted on. Uh, Somebody that believes in ecocide. Right, right, right. right. That's yeah. who got convicted of setting 40 and you, of those and fires. And you and I have talked many times yeah. about starving the people. And they call him a conspiracy theorist, so you don't you don't realize that he he's he's a, a disciple of Greta Thunberg. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So here we go. The 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 European farmers in France and in Germany, and they've done it in the Netherlands as well, have risen up, and they are on strike, and they're doing a very global, globally seen action to bring attention upon their corrupt global leadership as opposed to their local uh, representation. Now, my thinking is, and, I, and I've been taking a few minutes here and there in the last couple of days to think about this, other than the rail strike and the rail strike about safety, the only strikes you hear about in this country are big union strikes. Union strikes in uh, states for the uh, right to work or the right to form a union. You don't hear about cross-industry strikes that have any effect. and and. That is a tool that was used through the 60s and 70s, as I remember it, all the time. And it always made big news. Why are there not strikes going on in this country to cost the federal government money so that they take notice? The only thing they notice is money in their pocket and what's going out, which they begrudge anybody, and this is something I've seen from every politician from... Uh, city commissions and city commissioners and, and city councilmen all the way up to the federal government. You can't have money. That's not your money. It's not our money, but it's not your money, so you can't have any. I don't care if your program's a great program and the whole town's for it. You can't have that money. We need that money. Well, give them just your background in this. Let them know that you, uh, you've been trying, you were involved with getting veterans' rights for six years, was it? I did eight years as a veteran service officer, yeah. providing. This man knows what he's saying. A yeah. fight every day. It was a fight against the Veterans Administration, who is uh, still continuing to treat illegal immigrants, using their doctors to treat illegal immigrants over veterans. That's beside the point. But I made a fight against the federal government and the Veterans Administration and the policies which were, of course, in, as written by Congress, those policies 
and what those policies say are left up to the directors of the departments. And don't get me started on the deep state bureaucracy because I've freaking seen it. It doesn't have anything to do with whoever the director is. It has to do with those deputy directors and those senior executives. We know that. Um, but at the same time as I was a veteran service officer, I was a department director for the county. Now, being a department director for the county meant that I had to do a budget every year. And I had to go to through the county's equivalent of Congress. I had to go to budget committee meetings. If there were other things that we wanted to do, like erect a statue or help the, the museum or um, you know, get organizations uh, some airplay or whatever it happened to be, I was involved with the county level equivalent of a Congress. I went to budget meetings especially. And every time, if I said to the, the budget committee that my department and people in my department needed an increase in pay to be commensurate with other departments and other counties, then I had a fight on my hands. And, and they were very willing for the department to be shut down because they were tight on their money. The county had and still has a budget surplus every year. They do not carry debt and the debt they carry does not take all of the budget. If it's short term, they don't have to worry about paying those bills because they got the money to pay the bills. And, and the fights that occur are BS. And unless you have a constituency, in this case, this county has over 10% of the county being veterans, and I must have seen most of them because I was seeing over 2,000 a year. Um, the, that constituency, if I put out a call and said, you know, you need to talk to the mayor. You need to talk to your county rep. You need to talk to your Republican committee chairperson or whatever it happened to be. Or you just talk to your organizations. Talk to the Knights of Columbus. Talk to, um, you know, the American Legion, whatever it happened to be. Well, amazingly, the way it's supposed to work, things might change. They might not. But chances are when you have 6,000 people and of those 6,000, 60 tell 600 and those 600 happen to meet their councilman or the mayor in a restaurant and say, well, why don't you do this? Enough people say in that and they go, well, if I'm going to get elected again, here it comes, it's selfishness. It's thinking about their job and their paycheck. Um, they'll go ahead and, and make that change. Saw it happen, saw it happen more than once. So going on strike or striking, which is a much better term to use, striking, however you strike, is very effective and can be very effective. Uh, Russia, 
Now I'm going to move on to Russia a little bit and Russia's support of Texas. Just a quick observation. And this was an observation that, that Jack made, uh, Dr. Bramhall has made, and others are making out there um, in the ether sphere. Um, Russia is doing the same thing by telling Texas, oh, go ahead and fight the federal government. We got your back. Uh, as we told Ukraine. Um, and you, so you see how that's turned out. Regardless of how much we throw at it in the way of money and munitions. Oh, and by the way, this last week I saw a, um, a couple of different articles that the Ukrainian people, the Ukrainian oligarchs, the Ukrainian legislature and representation are all screaming that they're not getting any of that money. Well, we said it several weeks ago that that money's not going to the Ukrainians. They write a check out of Washington, D.C. for a billion dollars to go to Ukraine. 999 million of that is going to arms manufacturers. It's not even going to the Ukraine. It's going to arms manufacturers. That other billion or million dollars there, that goes into the pockets of the guys that have That's to have That's Coke money hand. for Zelensky. Exactly. So, you know, the same thing would happen here. That money that was, and the support, and the money that Texas would spend in Russia is not going to go to the Russian people. It's, it's going to go to Vladimir Putin, his bully boys, and it's going to go to their arms manufacturing industry. Who is it that benefits? Um, now, back to Texas, one last thing, and then, then I think we might move on to the uh, interest, something that is, uh, Jack's very familiar with, which is snakes. <laughs> and we got snakes in the grass. Um, but the, uh, the thing about Texas is it is nothing more than an election year show. It's a catalyst. And it's showing those in the federal government who are buying everything they can from Facebook, Google, YouTube, every user and whatever user's looking at to feed into their massive computers to see who's a militia member, who's a patriot, who's a conspiracy theorist. We need to track these people. Go back to the FBI's finding that, that military members are likely to be terrorists, so we need to put them on a watch list. Are we all forgetting all of this stuff? If the media doesn't put it out there all the time, is it so readily forgotten what's going on here? I think so. I think unless people are continuously reminded of these things, they don't have memories beyond about 15 seconds. And those are the NPCs that we see out there all the time. But they have a vote. Jack, I'll throw it back your way. I've been sitting here yeah, monologuing forever. That's kind of unfortunate that the NPCs have a vote. Uh, 
you know, it was said in Europe uh, at the beginning of the century of warfare that democracy is ruled by the rabble. And now that uh, the media has been consolidated into a few major corporations, some say six, some say one, some say it's just the Jews that run it. Uh, it becomes even more. Some important. say it's aliens too. Yeah, well, the Jews, the Jews look a little like aliens, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Demonic aliens. Anyway, it's the enemy within. All the people that are feeding off of CNN, that are feeding off of Fox News, that, are, that, that they got their face buried in the Washington Post or the New York Times. Yeah, that one facet of, of information. And like Phil was saying before, they're going to say, ooh, something's got to be done. And then we get another law passed, like the Patriot Act. They, they, you see somebody reading the New York Times, you ought to make them eat it. That's what you ought to do. That's what you ought to do. Uh, if you're so stupid that that's where you're getting your news, you, you have no business. Uh, you, you're too stupid to live, as Gordon Duff would have said before he broke his flipper. But I, 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 what I'm seeing here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stray a little bit, okay, uh, from, from the subject of Texas. Uh, I, uh, speaking of Texas, as, as that ventriloquist dummy is putting on this show at the border, uh, uh, the largest chicken farm in Texas is burning to the ground in Byron. Uh, it's the consolidation of the farm. It's Bill Gates acting as a front man for the World Economic Forum, buying up American farmland left and right. Uh, Farmer Bill, huh? 23,000 acres is how much he's purchased. Okay. What they're doing, what they're going to do, collectivize the farmland. Forget about this global warming shit and all that other stuff. This is a, it's just a cover story, okay? They're looking to seize the farmland and collectivize it. And let me tell you something. If somebody studied the Soviet Union, uh, that was the precursor to the gulags. Uh, once they collectivized the farmland, Russia was doing fine under, under Marxism, but until they collectivized the farmlands, then you had famine. You had three different famines. Uh, everything went awry. That, that's what you're, you're, you're looking at your child with an extended belly like some Ethiopian uh, a refugee. Uh, and this is their plan for you. They are going to collectivize the farmland. I think in France, they realize that. I think in Germany, they realize that now. Uh, Americans, man. You, this guy, Bill Gates, I, I don't even, how, how does he freely even walk? If I seen Bill Gates, I'd kill him right on sight. I don't care if I got to go to jail. I would snap that little pasty face. I'd snap his neck. But I wouldn't be doing any good because, of course, he's just the front man. But on principle, I'd snap his neck. I'd snap his neck. He should not be walking amongst us, all right? And nor, nor should anybody who works for him or, 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 or bets him. Uh, anything that he has bought, should be, uh, needs to be taken away from them and given back to, to American private, private land owners. Uh, privatization of property is the way farm, farmlands produce best. Uh, that was proven a hundred years ago in the Soviet Union. Uh, the Chinese proved it as well. Right. Well, I, I, don't, <coughs> I don't see this coming to any good ending. As long as we allow 
these 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 uh, so sad environmentalists. And my sister's an a real environmentalist. These are not environmentalists. These are, are hacks. They're political hacks. They're cutouts. They're they're promoting an agenda for the collectivization of farmland. Do you really think they think cattle are, are, are polluting the world? That 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 their thoughts of cattle are polluting the world. What about when there were bison all over the plains? Were they polluting the world too? Uh, the stuff they say is just stupid. It's just stupid. They talk about carbon. One volcano emits more carbon than the entire industrial age. Than the entire industrial age. Maybe you never heard of things like the Siberian traps and stuff like that. That that that's what that, that they talk about climate change. That's what spawned the ice age. Uh, and we have no control over that. We have no control over that. What we do have control over is having enough to eat. And recently, Dr. Brimhall posted something like. Pay no attention to these people in the World Economic Forum. We will make the deserts bloom. And I've been telling you that. I told you Linda LaRouche had a plan to do just that. We could, we could irrigate the deserts. Uh, if we spent half the money we spend on obsolete battleships and, and, and aircraft carriers and tanks, which, are not, uh, by the way, are, to are totally useless in, in modern warfare. Uh, they serve no purpose anymore. If we took that and we built pipelines running from both the Arctic Circle and the Antarctic Circle, that's all frozen fresh water. And it, it all goes back into the system anyway. We could feed uh, maybe a hundred times more people than we have now. And meanwhile, we get control over the birth rates of these third worlders. We're certainly not doing that by allowing them into this country so they can take my Social Security check and Phil's pension. Uh, and beyond that. They know how to survive when they don't have food. They have learned in their nations and in their prisons that you just go and take it from somebody that's weaker. I, I worked with these guys. I was in landscaping, man. I was their foreman. I, I had one guy. We had, a, we had a nest, bird's nest, with uh, the little blue robin's eggs. And every morning I used to go look and see if they hatched yet. And one morning I went and they looked, and the eggs were gone. And I says, what happened to the robin eggs? The guy says, I ate them. <laughs> you know, this is what you're dealing with. This is what you're dealing with. Uh, another guy used to kill squirrels with rocks and then rabbits. He was great at it, too. He'd bring one home every other day. I, I, I get that dirty thing out of my truck, man. I, I used to make him throw them in the back. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they, they, like Phil says, they can live on nothing. They, can, they don't. You think they need a shower? You think they need a hot bath? You think they need? They even need to go to the super. We we live in a land of abundance. I, I mean, Europeans don't understand. We got deer all over the goddamn place. We got rabbits all over the place. We got squirrels all over the place. You can feed yourself. All you need is a twenty-two. You know. But we also know from history that if those herds are not managed, they go the way the other. Oh bison. sure, they'll eat. They'll eat the country out in a matter of years. But but you know. For the initial uh, uh, assault on Western civilization, they'll be they'll be well fueled. With, uh, with, 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 uh, hey, hell, they'll eat the pigeons. They'll eat the pigeons in the city. They'll eat the rats. You know, yeah, tastes just like chicken to them. Uh, Especially with enough hot sauce. Yeah, yeah, well, that's why I got that Tabasco sauce. Exactly, exactly. They they, uh, they put it on, put that on there, and they don't taste anything anyway. Uh, we, the problem here is the collectivization of farmland. The problem here is the uh, assault on private property. 
Uh, I don't like to use the word Marxist to communist because as far as I'm concerned, I've been to Europe. I've talked to these Trotskyists uh, with a rage. A rage had a great debate with one one night and, 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 and just depanced them. The guy had to walk away. He was, he was, he was, he was shamed. He, was, he had nothing to say. Uh, that'll be in the coming book I'm writing. Uh, but in any case, then Marx would be rolling over in his grave, man. They, they were like, work, his slogan was working men unite. They hate the working men. That's what you see, the yellow vests, they all wear yellow. Even in Poland now, they go into the yellow vests. Those are workers. That's the symbol that they're working men, okay? The As opposed to on the door. The communists, oh, I'm saying communists, see, smack me. The Trotskyists hate them. The Trotskyists hate don't tell me they're communists. They're not communists. They're not communists. They're mass murdering Trotskyists that want a free ride, that are genetically defected, and they want to be looked at as heroes, and they will kill and kill and kill again. They did it in Russia. Are we going to let them do it here? Uh, you better. F I, 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 we, we keep doing these shows, man, and I, I keep saying the same thing I feel over and over again. Uh, I can retreat back into my books and occultism. I, I don't, I'm 64, I'm not going to be here for a lot of this. Uh, and I'll tell you something, if you really have a civil war, I'm there, I'm there, so, so is Phil. I, I will take the next bus there, I don't care if I'm 64. I, uh, I'll do a suicide mission, man, I'll fight, I'll fight. Uh, and don't, don't ever doubt that, don't ever doubt that. Uh, the problem here is these people reading the New York Times, reading the Washington Post, Watching network TV, even the ones that are going on Patreon and YouTube for their information. Do you think YouTube's letting anything get out of there? Shit, they threw me off of YouTube almost on my first freaking uh, uh, YouTube thing. Ask my cousin what happened when he tried to bring it back up, too. The Sage Quay was knocked down. Uh, I'm not uh, YouTube. <laughs> I'm anathema there. Uh, same thing with Patreon. Patreon knocked me out of there. I'm uh, paying them $3,000 a year. They destroyed my property. They destroyed all my posts. I woke up one morning and, and I was off. I was off. If it wasn't for Phil, I would have lost half my income. I would have lost half my income. He quickly assembled the Substack site. I, I didn't lose it. Actually, I made money off of it. I made money off of it. Much to their consternation, I'm sure. Uh, but... If you're getting your information from, that's, that's the enemy within, man. Uh, you don't see what's happening. Don't you see this, 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 this pasty-faced little faggot running around this country buying up the farmland? Do you not know where it's going to end up? Study Russian history if you don't want to. Wake up. Wake up, man. The, the Europeans are waking up. When are we going to wake up? Go ahead, Phil. You, well, they it. have uh, the powers behind all of this. They have people who are well-trained in looking at, well, if we do this, what happens then? And then after that, what happens? They, they do decision matrices, matrices that may go three, four, five, six levels deep to make their decisions. That's the thing that most people don't ever do. They seldom look at second order effects of what their actions are. And, and there are smart people out there who are bought into this and have bought into zero population growth. Anybody remember CBG? 
I do. Um, you know, it, it just it goes on and on. And and from where we sit, we have to look at after the fact when something happens, what are the second, third, and fourth order effects of that, and what are the alternatives to those effects? Because if Texas uh, border patrol or the border patrol comes into Texas and start shooting Texas National Guard guys, everybody's looked at, well, immediately what's going to happen there is everybody else, the red states, they're going to call up their National Guards. They're going to scream in Washington. That's the, the second order effects. But down on the ground, what are those effects going to be? And they know that any of that is unacceptable to the American people. But if it's unacceptable to the American people, which of those responses from the American people can we use to our benefit? Well, if we do this, they're going to do that, and then we can do this. And they've got a plan. And sometimes they don't because they don't look at those effects. But it's out there. And that planning is out there. They've already done the planning as to what's going on in Texas. That's why you see just what they want you to see. Well, what's going on in Texas, remember, they're retards. And when retards play with matches, sometimes they get burned, all right? Just like they got burned in Israel with that fake October 7th attack. And now Israel is teetering on the very brink of existence. Let them... Let them, let them start it, stir it up. Oh, a civil war? You know what? I think the Russia, it proved in Russia. A column of 30,000 combat veterans properly armed could take D.C. in a matter of days. In a matter of days. Uh, then, then yeah, they, they, would, they would sit down and talk. Well, just like they did in Russia. Exactly. Just like they did in Russia. Exactly. But I'm saying... I'm saying, a determined force of 30,000 combat veterans, properly armed, can take that, that citadel of evil right uh, within a week. Within a week. Within a week. Who's going to stop them? The D.C. police? The FBI? The woke? They certainly wouldn't uh, stop the cavalry units from places like Tennessee, which the Tennessee cavalry, uh, National Guard is almost all armored cavalry units. They wouldn't stop. And mostly combat them. veterans, too. Yeah, <laughs> and they wouldn't stop Virginia, the Virginia National Guard. They couldn't do it. Uh, we saw that in 1860. Uh, and, and it's nothing new, but it's all distraction so that they can enact their draconian policies and procedures and then turn around and say, well, you asked for it. We only did what you asked. We've seen it before. We saw it in 2002. And look where that's got us. Yeah, well, Putin has thrown a giant branch into the machinations, uh, their machinations. That offer of arms, <laughs> that's an offer of freedom. I think it was men like Edgar Case and Leon de Grille that predicted that Russia would save the world. Maybe it will. I'm going to leave you with that. I have one final thought for y'all. Um, be aware that uh, one, uh, the website search function, I'm looking at uh, making that much more user friendly. Uh, 
Um, and for those of you that uh, listen to us via iTunes and iTunes podcasts, uh, they have newly introduced a transcript service so that for those of you who don't necessarily listen on Substack on our repost or if Substack isn't producing a particular um, transcript, that will be uh, an alternative because the conversations from the porch and, and Jack's posts go to uh, Apple and they've just not reintroduced, but they've just introduced uh, transcript service. Uh, and with that, I'll say goodbye and thanks for listening.